Hello, listeners to The Sample Study. Just wanted to take a moment to thank some of my patrons for making this show possible. That's right, we're a real podcast now. Got the shoutouts. Shoutout to Andy Pavlik, Jason Kruda, Megan Fox, and Tomovi Keone for helping me make The Sample Study possible. If you want to pledge and help us reach more goals, you can do that at patreon.com slash So to all my patrons, I say... Thank you. Welcome to episode seven of season two of the sample study. Very glad that you're here for this session. The date is Thursday, March 22nd, 2018, and I'm your host, Tumelo, standing at attention in front of my music production software. Here at the Sample Study, I take just one sampled song per episode, take the song it is sampled in, recreate the beat by hand, and analyze how the producer who sampled it got from having a record in their hand to having the sample on a record of their own. I took a break last month to get into crunch time, finishing an album and putting it out. A lot of late nights spent driving around in my car listening to final mixes. Thanks for being patient with me. The album is called Memories of Tokyoto, and it's an ode to Jet Set Radio, the game series. The release went well, and one of the songs on the album is actually a full track created on the beat that is the Sample Studies theme song. It's called 24-Hour Party People, and you can hear that and the rest of the album on Spotify, on YouTube. I have the full official upload there. Make sure it says official. And I'm on Bandcamp, as always, at 2 at bandcamp.com. And Google Play, and I think Tidal, and Apple Music, and a bunch of other stuff. There's a lot of platforms out there. Today, I'm breaking from the Season 2 format thus far of mostly fulfilling listener requests and taking the time to pay homage to producer Jay Dilla once again after February, which is, of course, the month in which Jay Dilla and Nujabes, my favorite producers, were born on the very same day and also died on the same day years apart. It's such a strange coincidence that I always think about that these two legendary producers in the same genre orbited around this same space of time. I found and remembered a great beat from one of the unreleased J. Dilla beat tapes, specifically track 5 on beat tape 3. We'll refer to the beat as the instrumental for Love It Here. It was officially used for a song of that name on the 2004 Elzai mixtape Witness My Growth. Love It Here contains a sample of Much Better Off performed by Smokey Robinson and the Miracles in 1968. Starting in 1955, the Five Chimes, formed in high school, became the Matadors, became the Miracles, became Smokey Robinson in the Miracles in 1965. And I have to wonder, at what point do you talk with your band and discuss whose name should be out front? You know, what, what was Smokey's? Isn't that an awkward conversation? Well, everyone, clearly I'm the one who is getting the most gold and popping off, so I think we better put my name out front. Anyway, the core group consisted of Bobby Rogers, Marv Tarplin, Ronald White, Pete Moore, Claudette Robinson, and Smokey Robinson. The Miracles were one of the first major acts signed to Motown Records, making a string of top ten hits while Smokey Robinson was writing hits for other Motown artists as well. Not only that, but before the Motown days, 
Smokey, Bobby Rogers, Marv Tarplin, Pete Moore, and Ronnie White had all been writing music for other artists they just couldn't stop were referred to as the Soul Supergroup. The song Much Better Off is a B-side from their 1968 album Special Occasion, written by Smokey Robinson and Pete Moore. Much Better Off was performed by Smokey Robinson as the lead vocalist, Ronnie White as a vocalist, Pete Moore as the bass vocalist, Bobby Rogers as the tenor, Marv Tarplin as the guitarist, and Claudette Robinson with additional vocals. Other members are hard to track down because the album was actually written at the same time that Tamla Records merged with their uh, parent label Motown, and it's hard to figure out what house band it was. Also, it's just not listed at all. Credit your musicians. It's important. Well, we've talked a lot about Dilla, so I don't think I need to, to go over Dilla again. But I, I know very little about the beat that we're calling Love Is Here. Uh, I rediscovered it recently while listening through some Dilla beat tapes to make a playlist of his best material to celebrate February. Um, it was a habit of Dilla to sample B-sides of surprisingly well-known artists. You know, a lot of samplers will try to go for more obscure stuff, but Dilla was out here sampling Herbie Hancock, the OJs, the Jackson 5, and we see him doing that again here with Smokey and the Miracles. Often a part of Dilla's charm is that his beats are pretty grimy and dusty, but this one, at least the copies I could find, is really grimy and like really blown out, and just, (laughs) it sounds like it was made with like the beautiful... Beautiful disaster of samples. Um, Immediately upon hearing it, I thought it would be cool to give it a little touch-up on the show. I have to wonder what it was originally meant to be for, or if it was going to be used in anything official besides Elzai's mixtape, or it was just something the artist heard and wanted, because it's really special.
Love It Here was made by Jay Dilla sometime between 2000 and 2004. Now we're going to transition to the part of the show called The Lab, where I take the sampled song, investigate it to find the bits that the artist sampled, and remake the beat as best I can with my own tools and guesses at what processes it went through. So, the first thing I do is loop a section of the original beat and time it to figure out what the BPM or beats per minute uh, is, which is 88.5 this time. That kind of lets us build everything around this tempo, like, okay, if it doesn't fit in this speed, if it doesn't sound right, then either, either the speed's not right or the sample's not right. It's, a, it's a, the scientific method of sampling, I suppose. The first step is to know the speed. Then I take my copy of the sample, the song much better off, and get it going at the same pitch it was sampled at. This also helps with the whole speed and fitting it in thing. Uh, in this case, we have a, a pitch of minus 48 cents. Very small pitch change compared to our usual, really, not even a semitone. Now I'm going to take you to the part of the sampled song where the sample starts. And I do want to dunk, I don't always dunk on this show, but uh, dunking on a who sampled user for incorrectly labeling the sample start as 47 seconds in. It's actually two minutes. It's actually uh, two minutes and 16 seconds in. So, um, yeah, respect that. Anyway, here's the whole section that is sampled. Before I start making chops, I want to get the drums down. And since Dilla drums are always the best thing ever and so difficult to source or imitate, I just decided to take the ones from the beginning of the song here. So I doubled up the snare to make it hit a little harder. I just literally just copied it on top of itself. Um, I added an extra kick sample to the top of the kick. This is part of my process of making sure there's a cleaner, better hitting version of the beat in existence. The thing that was super blown out in the original was the kick drum. Lastly, I emulated some high frequency distortion or some kind of like high frequency sound that is kind of key to the sound of the original beat by putting a shaker percussion sample in there at a few beats. So the drum beat never changes up through this whole thing, which is good for me because everything else does. I mean, it basically what Dilla did here was take, I don't know, like 16 chops out of this eight bar sample, you know, 16 of the best bits of this vocal or of these backing instruments and assign them to the pads on his NPC and make 16 bars of really creative combinations of these sounds. Like he took eight bars of this original song doubled the length of it and doubled the creativity of it it's in a whole new form i <laughs> it's so complex that i may not go in depth as much as i usually do uh, like i did with j dill's by just going every step i think it would get a little repetitive to listen to because of how much is going on i just want to try to give you an overall sense of how this was done so i just hit like a metal thing I got some foley there. How this is done, and 
why this was done the way it was. Um, So I'm going to show you all the chops, all the different chops that I dug up out of the song uh, that Dilla also used. And I'm going to leave a little delay effect on them so that there's something in between them and it won't irritate your ears as much to hear these blasted chops. So as you can see, it's a lot of extremely small chops of vocals, different parts of this vocal ad-lib from this one part of the song, brought together in sampling to create a new like Frankenstein vocal in the stream melodies, you know, placing them where Dilla wanted them to make his own melodies out of this song that had its own defined melodies, you know, re-rearranging them. making it his. And if if he didn't like, or if he thought his usage of one of the parts of the vocal was getting repetitive, he could just switch it out with another take of the vocal from a different part of this eight-bar sample. Um, and it begins to feel really organic. It's also important to note that the backing melody of the song is maintained, even though chops are being taken from all over this eight-bar segment, it still maintains the same melodic flow, which is very important. But yeah, just I want to highlight some of these moments where vocals are repurposed in astounding ways to create a really unique sound. Uh, these are from my, my rendition. This is my favorite. This is a masterclass in working with samples with an MPC, but it's also just a really good found sample where you have a defined pattern, but you have enough material that you can switch out parts of it to be more varied. You have this improvised vocal over the same pattern, and you can switch between different takes of the vocal at will, not disrupting the main flow. This isn't the kind of thing you can do with every sample you'll find, but sometimes you will find something that has been performed multiple times in a song. You can switch some of it out and keep it keep it alive. Dilla just assigned all these small chops to his MPC and went through programming this beat live, I'm sure, just doing it like the maestro he is, whereas I spent hours tracing over it and I probably still got some chops wrong. Anyway, here's the whole 16-bar beat I created and how it loops.
So that concludes this session of the sample study. If you have questions or requests, send them on over to samplestudycast at gmail.com with the subject line questions or requests. You can follow the show on Twitter at samplestudycast, and you can follow me at Mellow without the W makes. Mellow makes. I really appreciate iTunes reviews if you have the time to leave one. It really helps the show get out there or just tell your friends about this high-quality music production lesson. If you would like to support the show financially, my Patreon is patreon.com slash 2mellow. That's the number 2 in mellow without a W, and you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash 2mellow. We have officially hit the goal, allowing patrons to get the sample study early. That means patrons are hearing this right now, a week ahead of everyone else. Hi! I'm looking to expand the goals of the Patreon and also the current offerings, uh, thinking about finding some way to get live streams going where I just sample something on request or get just a live version of the sample study where I show you exactly how I, how I do this stuff rather than explaining it after doing it, which is how this podcast is made. You can purchase Smokey Robinson and the Miracles special occasion album anywhere you can get music. And Elzai's mixtape Witness the Growth is, of course, available for free download, like all mixtapes. But you can also just find the J. Dilla instrumental on YouTube or on the mixtape Beat Tape 3. It's kind of all over the place. I wish it would get an official release already because it's so good. Thanks to Dilla, Smokey, and the Miracles, and most importantly, you, for joining me on this session of the Sample Study. Keep digging. You'll find it.